Live your life within the moment, moment And don't go wait until the morning, morning You never know when it is over, over All that I know is we'll get older, older So let us dance this night away Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of Thinking Out Loud. So today I wanted to talk about a topic that I've been thinking about and pondering and fascinated with for a very long time and decided to do a episode on it today. So the episode is about mediocrity and it's something that fascinates me and I believe that it probably ties very heavily into the fact that I'm a three on the Enneagram which I didn't even know existed or what the Enneagram was as of a few years ago, but a three in the Enneagram is labeled as the achiever. So I've always had this feeling inside of me of wanting more and not because other people had it, although as a three, you know, other people's opinions and how things are, you know, how, how people view me is definitely a part of who I am. And it's something that I constantly have to work on because I should be doing that. And any everyone should be doing things for themselves, not because other people should be you know, for them to clap for you. But either way, there's something I've been fascinated with for a very long time. And I don't, as I go through this, I don't want it to sound as if, because this is not my intention at all, that I'm knocking on people, that I'm saying this is a good or bad thing. It's just an observation and something that has really fascinated with, fascinated me to the point where I wanted to look into it and do some research on it. And actually, in fact... They call it the mediocre majority because the majority of people are living a mediocre life, average, kind of just coasting along. Things just happen and they're probably not really even aware maybe that something exists that they could chase excellence, do better at. And so people kind of just accept things as they are. You know, you've probably heard people say before, you know, this is just the way things are, right? It's, it's the way it's always been, you know, and I believe a lot of that probably comes from growing up a certain way, their childhood, their parents, uh, things that they've learned unconsciously that just were the way they were. And so that's how we respond to it. Right. So you're probably in one of two camps. If you're listening to this, the third camp is you're insulted. You don't want to hear anything about this. I'm being mean and saying these things about you, but that's not what my intention is. And if you take it that way, you're probably not listening to this. The two camps you're probably in are one is you are in a place of mediocrity. It's a season. It's a part of your life. And you're looking to move forward into excellence, into abundance, and you want more. There's something inside of you that's like itching or feels like something's missing and you want to make a pivot. You want to make a change. Or camp two, you've already deci- decided for yourself, you've recognized what it is inside of yourself that needs to pivot and change and chase excellence, and you're already further down the road. So wherever you are, hopefully something that I say today will speak to you and help you in that process of changing your life and chasing something better. So let's start off by defining who is a mediocre person. A mediocre person is defined as someone that is comfortable with being average makes little effort to better their position, and comes to terms with living an ordinary and lackluster life. They are happy and content with living a moderate quality life. So here are some characteristics of mediocre people, and you might identify with one of them, maybe three, maybe all of them. And there's nothing wrong with that. Again, this is not good or bad. It kind of just is. 
And the only way that we can pivot and the only way we can change and improve is to examine the areas that we might be lacking or feel like we need to get out of that, get that thing out of us because it's definitely limiting us. So here's how you can spot people with a mediocre mindset. They put in half-hearted efforts in everything or most things that they do. They have low expectations. They set low standards for themselves. They're often defensive. They have disempowering habits. They are masters at procrastination. They refuse to accept positive feedback. They hate going the extra mile. They love playing victim, and they're always looking for excuses. So mediocrity is not about having low intelligence or lacking abilities. So it doesn't mean people are dumb. It doesn't mean that you are lacking in an ability. It's just about lacking ambition. You're being unwilling to tap into your potential, kind of just taking it easy, letting things drift, rather than proactively working towards a worthwhile goal. So if you're looking to break free and live a life of more, a life of abundance, a life of more intention and excellence, then this attitude shouldn't really be acceptable to you. Like it's not acceptable because it insults, it belittles, it undermines the person that's within you. And you might not, until this point, you might not even have been able to identify it. But now that you're listening to this, you can. And welcome, that's a good place to be at, right? So being mediocre doesn't mean that you are content with yourself. Contentment is a whole other topic. It only means that you choose to ignore your abilities and turn away from what you're capable of becoming. And really, it's unfair if you think about it. So you need to break out of mediocrity, not for anyone else's sake, but for your own, to prove to yourself that you are capable, you are worthy of success, and that you have it inside of you. You have what it takes to become that hero, that winner, and to choose excellence instead of just coasting in mediocrity. So here are a few different ways that mediocrity might take a toll on you. And you might not have even thought about some of these things because you might be lost in mediocrity of, you know, just like I said before, just this is how things have always been. They're just been this way. So the first area that can definitely take a toll on is your body. Whether or not you're taking good care of your health, mediocrity can still take a toll on your body when you're spending the majority, like most people, in stress, fear, uncertainty, this translates into different things in your body. Uh, your body could experience and you can feel tension, pressure. It could show up as a weakened immune system, cramps, headaches, insert different things. You know, your, your body and your brain are so complex and it could choose to react in different ways. And when you sense you're not going any meaningful direction, your body can't help itself but to take its share of the impact. And of course, depending on the person, manifestations, magnitude of this will vary person to person. And the other way is in your relationships. Now, you might be a wonderful mother, father, sibling, friend, whatever relationship role you have, but your mediocrity will impact the people in your life. Because think about it, you are setting an example for others, whether you like it or not. You know, I have kids and they say that your kids will do what they see, not what you tell them, because they see you setting an example for them. And so this is super powerful to think about. And your energy, your perspective, your emotion, and other aspects come through with these interactions that you have with people. And 
Perhaps if you'd give more to others on multiple levels and you weren't limiting yourself, then that would allow you to give more to others. You're also attracting the same level of outcomes and people with what you're putting into the world because you know the saying goes that you are like the you know five people you spend the most time with and that could be somewhat of a painful reality to accept or think about because some people are your friends. So, you know, I'm not sitting here preaching you should write off all your friends, but just think about who you spend time with. There is a opportunity to be more intentional about those people that you spend time with because ultimately, if you think about it, it goes both ways, right? Mediocrity attracts mediocrity and excellence attracts excellence. You know, you see people that hang out with people and you can really see it just kind of observing from afar, like the type of people that they hang out with dictates a lot about what they do. You can see like the interactions that they have, um, you know, the places they go, the conversations they have, you know, mediocre, mediocre conversations versus excellent, remarkable conversations. The feeling at the table, the conversations just hit, they feel different. And so meeting meeting in or going into a place of excellence and chasing that next step in your life will start to attract those type of people that are looking for the same or are already, I don't want to say arrived, but getting to a place of excellence. Now, this one is definitely, I can, I can, um, get in line with, which is your money. It definitely impacts your money. It impacts how you feel about it, how you spend it, how important it may be to you, how you feel like when you're missing it, like you're missing something. You feel like if you spend your money in a variety of ways, it will fill the gap, but you're more likely to think about the fact that money might be the answer, like getting more money is the answer to this. And you probably feel like you'll never have enough. And if money is what you think you're after, then you're right. And you can never have enough of the wrong thing. Now, I'm not saying money is wrong, but in this context, it makes a lot of sense. And your time, when you're spending your time in mediocrity, you clearly aren't placing a high value on your own time. All time is, if you think about it, really, it's a resource. And there's only a finite amount of it each day until you die. And as morbid as that sounds, it's the honest truth. You get one life, one chance at this, and one opportunity. I'm not going to start singing an Eminem song. But you get one opportunity, and this is your shot. So if you say you value your free time, what are you doing with your free time? If you truly valued your time, you'd be spending the majority, if not all of it, on meaningful activities you want to be doing. And then lastly, your fulfillment. So if you're feeling somewhat fulfilled, it's from areas of your life that you are working, that are working for you, not from the parts where more could be desired. More likely than not, you're like the majority of people who are mediocre, feeling drained, exhausted, frustrated, probably sometimes even bitter, and you have a sense there's more to be gained than what you're settling for currently, like that feeling inside of you. You could be feeling satisfaction, joy, and achievement, 
from continuing on the path that you're meant to be on instead. So here are a few habits. I did some research on this because, I, again, I, I found this topic conversation super fascinating. So here are a few habits of people who don't settle for mediocrity and do everything possible to break out of it. So the first thing was they don't let others tell them how to live their life. And this could probably be very challenging, like your entire life, or for most people, I would say, they look at other people and say, well, this is how people do things, you know? And it could be really challenging because breaking the mold, breaking a generational chain that has been in your family's generations, you know, it could be really challenging. And, and you know, the pushback and the, um, why, we don't do things like that. And this is not what we do in our family. And I'm sure you can insert the things that your family or the friends around you have said, like they look at you like you're weird. You can drive to the destination of your dreams when you actually take charge of your life and you become the driver of your life. Because those who accomplish the impossible have a vision and a passion for success. In medi- people that are mediocre generally don't have a vision or a passion for success. They're kind of like, they just coast. So if they're coasting, it's like wherever we went, we end up, we end up. They take ownership of their life into their own hands and they don't let others decide what goals to chase and how to live their life. You know, I can tell stories upon stories about different people that have said like, we don't do that or that's not normal or why are you choosing this or why are you choosing that? Because that was a limiting belief or something that, you know, other people that I've um, spoken to or have told me how that I should, how I should live my life. They thought that, you know, this is just how you do things because other people do it that way. It must be the norm, you know, and this is a very mediocre mindset. So taking control, jumping into the driver's seat, Um, and having a vision and passion for success is going to drastically change everything. So once you know you are responsible for your success and everything that happens in your life, not other people, forget them for one second, you're the one who's responsible. You can no longer sit on the sidelines and watch things just pass you by. You have to take control and make things happen, and then you will chase and get excellent in your life. And the second one was listening to the voice inside of you. And like I said from the beginning, I've always heard this voice. I didn't really, um, in the you know, as I was growing up, I didn't really think about it too much because then I started connecting Enneagram and like, you know, so many things in my life started to click together and make sense. But people who don't bother what other what others say and remain connected within, so they're just like block out all the all the noise are the best candidates to beat mediocrity. So you listen to the person inside of you and push out the other the other stuff. It's all white noise. They are guided by inner their inner compass and are in command of their own life. And this motivates you to be more productive and to actually take action because you are driven by your goals. You're fueled by your ambition. And these immensely successful people, they take a leap of faith, they set out, and they go on their path. And these exceptional people know what they want and they know where exactly where they're headed. Now, sometimes it's not 100%, meaning they write out their goals, they write out their passions, they write out their what they want, and they have a direction. You know, it's, you want to get in your car and say, hey, I'm going to drive 
across the entire United States without any action plan. I'm just going to kind of figure out how to get there. You probably take a lot more time and you might not even get there. So committing to your goals, equipping yourself and taking the plunge is going to be a massive step forward. And again, this is kind of, they kind of tie together, like listening to the voice within yourself and not listening to how, what tell, you know, listening to other people tell you how to live your life. But you're going to be more successful that way. And it's going to be easier when you listen to yourself navigating through different obstacles and challenges because other people's opinions don't really matter. This is about you and you chasing excellence and moving away from mediocrity. The third thing was about choosing the people you want to hang out with. And I said earlier about, you know, you are like the five people you hang out with. And the people that you choose to surround yourself with have a much larger significant influence in your life than you even realize. People who are insanely successful in life, they are very picky and choosy about who they hang out with. They don't just hang out with anyone. Yeah, maybe when as they're like kind of figuring things out, maybe you're in a place where you're figuring things out. But at a certain point, you have to decide who's with me and who's who's not with me. Even if they are a nice person, it doesn't mean that they're bad. They just might not be along for the ride in this season. And people who, one of these habits of people who choose who they hang out with is they specifically are careful to look for like-minded people who are ambitious, they're goal-oriented, and being those are some of the qualities of someone who is chasing excellence, that would make a lot of sense. And when you are in the company of people who are focused, hardworking, and out to make something of themselves, there's not a lot of distractions because you feel in sync with these people, you know? Um, Like, do you ever have somebody, uh, this happened to us uh, when we started to start our own business and people that we were really good friends with and thought we were really good friends with at that time started to make fun of us and like started to pick out the little things and choices that we made. And we're like, we're we're so confused because we thought we were so much alike. And it turns out that instead of supporting us in our goals and our dreams and our passions and, you know, our ventures that we were taking part in, they started to make fun of us. And it was like, okay, wait a second. These are not people that are ambitious. They're not goal-oriented. And they're not choosing success. And they're not trying to make a significant impact. They're just, we had fun together. Our kids played together. We hung out, went went on you know double dates, things like that. But like ultimately, when it came down to it, when we decided to pivot, they weren't there to pivot with us. So choosing the right people to be in your life can make a huge difference, a huge impact, and it can be a critical factor that helps you break free of mediocrity and becoming someone who's a high achiever, someone who's choosing excellence. And the last two things were focusing on how to get things done. People who ditch mediocrity, they do so because they are doers. Now, you might not necessarily feel like you are a doer. I don't want to get into the whole, like, what's a doer? Do we identify as a doer or not a doer? That's like a whole other topic. But um, generally, people that are ditching mediocrity is because they're doers. They're determined. They get things done. They're determined to get things done and reach their goals. It's not that these people don't face problems because everyone's going to face a problem and experience difficulties. I think that sometimes people think that like people that are successful, just everything falls in line. It's just like this huge snowball that can't be stopped. Like 
Now I'm choosing to pivot and everything is just amazing. And it's truly not the case. In fact, the bigger their goals are, the more challenges they're going to have. And I can speak from personal experience, running our own business and you know, starting off a podcast. Uh, there's so many different things that when you are an entrepreneur and you're a doer and you're trying to pivot and have huge goals and aspirations, there are so many challenges and things that are going to come up. But the main thing is, is that you don't get stuck. You don't give up when you have an obstacle in front of you. And each time you come across that obstacle, instead of get, getting disappointed, feeling like a victim, they put in their best efforts to break through it and find a different way forward. You know, if you, uh, I forgot the exact saying, but it's like if, if um, you know, there, if a wall is put up, you build a door, right? And so this is how they're successful because they find a way to be successful. Even if things seem disappointing and they kind of suck in the moment, you get things done anyway. Consistency. I cannot stress this enough. I've seen so many people, like it shows you what people are made of ultimately when they run a business, when they're dealing with people, when they're trying to build something. Um, You can see that highly successful people, they don't just work one day and then decide that it's like, oh, it's an occasional thing I'll just kind of tiptoe into and like, you know, here, I'll do a little bit of this and I'll take off and I'll do a bit of this and I'll take off. They don't get bored with the process because they're doers. They, they are determined to get things done. So they take their work seriously. They pursue their goals with all their heart, with all their soul. doesn't mean that they don't have take vacations or have fun or things like that, but there's this fire. There's this desire inside of them to not be mediocre and to reach greater heights. And this is something that serves as a driving force. It propels them forward. It helps them along their chosen path. And I said I was going to do two more, but I decided I'll throw one more in there also. And the last one is they push boundaries. Massively successful people don't get stuck in mediocrity because they allow themselves to dream big, to dare to pursue mighty goals, pushing past their limits and stepping out of their comfort zone is a massive part of who they are. They set themselves up for success from the very get-go. I've seen so many people in different businesses that as soon as an obstacle comes, as soon as it, they, they, want, they want everything in the world, they, everything that they could possibly accomplish, but as soon as something is a little bit outside their comfort zone, they're like, oh, I don't know if I could do that. And so stepping out of your comfort zone is where amazing things happen because you'll never know if you don't try. And you have to push past those things in order to create excellence in your life and find success. And pushing boundaries is going to be a huge piece of this. And a habit that they continuously do is over and over. They're consistent. They focus on getting things done. They push boundaries. They accept challenges and work through difficulties. They make their way through doubt and fear. And if you don't think, if you think for one second that I doing this podcast or any business that anyone has done, you don't, you think that they, there's no doubt and there's no fear. It, it's, it's there all the time. It's like, they're like everyone else. The only difference is, is that they choose to work through it. They go into uncharted waters, they find new opportunities for themselves, and they push their boundaries and go where so many people get stuck. So many people get stuck at fear, get stuck at doubt. They get stuck at, I can't do this because it's not comfortable for them. 
and they think too much about what other people think. And so they just never get started. They're kind of like, it's like a, it's like, you know, a quick jump start, and then, oh, can't do it anymore. And ultimately, when you think about it, you're a product of your habits. They have the power to change the course of your life or keep you stuck in the place that you are in of mediocrity. So if you adopt negative habits and you lose your, you'll, you lose your motivation to do anything worthwhile. So the opposite is true. If you adopt positive habits and you cultivate a winning mindset and winning habits, you will unleash your full potential and design your best life. And I'll end with this because I saw this awesome quote. It says, it doesn't cost more to strive for excellence, but if you settle for mediocrity, it will cost you dearly by Frank Sonnenberg. So I hope that something that I said today struck a chord with you. And again, like I said in the very beginning, this is not good or bad, but you have an opportunity to pivot, to change, to embrace new habits. Instead of adopting negative habits, you can cultivate a winning mindset, winning habits, unleash your full potential, and strive for excellence, and move in a direction that inside of you, you've always been thinking about, but you didn't, maybe you didn't know how, or maybe you couldn't identify what it was. But today, maybe you've been, been able to identify it. And these are some of the things that will help you absolutely go from mediocrity to excellence. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, please share this, subscribe to my podcast, and leave me a five-star rating. See you next time on Thinking Out Loud.